Welcome to the 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, August 5th, 2022, and Jessica, what's going on? Can you believe it's August? No, I absolutely cannot. I, I can either. There's a meme that I've seen that's like, this is how the year has gone, and then it spells out January, except January has like 30 R's. Yeah. <laughs> February's the same, you know, sort of implying that the months are gone. But then like June and July are super small, fun, super short. Like we're here. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm kind of okay with it because I'm not a summer guy, but you know, whatever. Well, here's where we are. (laughs) And uh, it has been a busy year on many fronts, including community development. Over $42 million in new construction and renovations have taken place in O'Fallon just through um, January through July. Wow. And half of that, so $21 million is residential. Two of those houses are ones that won't even appear as like a blip on the radar in terms of their economic impact. Um, They're not large houses with hundreds of thousands of dollars in real estate value, but I would argue their community impact is greater than almost any other build. And we are talking about the two Habitat for Humanity houses that are going up on Booster Road. Oh, yeah. The O'Fallon chapter of the Lewis and Clark Habitat for Humanity has been quite busy lately. They have built six houses in O'Fallon in recent years, and right now they are in the middle of a double build with two houses going up side by side at the same time. So stop and think about this, Nick. Building one house with mostly donated materials, labor, and volunteer hours, that's a challenge, right? Yeah. But building two? I mean, we know groups that are struggling to get volunteers to do easy things like read to kids for 20 minutes a week. (laughs) Exactly, right? And then Habitat's like, hmm need 80 people to show up on Blitz Day and, you know, help us physically raise the walls of these two houses and boom, they've got two structures up by lunchtime. No joke. It's incredible. Before we get into the details of the work that they're doing, there is something we want people to know. You do not need to be handy to help with Habitat. And I think sometimes it's easy to think that because of the hands-on work that they do, that maybe there's not a space or opportunity for people who aren't as handy like myself, but that's just not true. Well, that's good to know because I'm also not handy. I think people think that they understand how Habitat works, but I'm guessing there's a lot more than meets the eye. Yeah, I definitely say so. So let's start with the end result. The end result is there is a deserving family who has put in the work to help build their house. They get to move into about a 1,300 square foot, three bedroom, two bath home, and they get a mortgage payment that's usually less than what they were paying in rent. Very cool. So it all starts with a need. Usually these are single mom families with kids who are aging. So usually one or more of the kids are about to become teenagers, but they're all living in a small apartment, a small space. Sometimes it's even like a friend or family's basement. Um, The recipient of the house, they're called build partners. They are selected based on their housing need, but there are also some economic situations. So these are working families who have been able to demonstrate an ability to pay the mortgage, but they also are willing to participate in the program. Okay. And what I mean by that is they partner with Habitat and they have to give at least 200 hours in what they call sweat equity on site building their own house. Good. The application mirrors a traditional loan application. And then there's a family selection committee in our local chapter, and that's who reviews and selects the family. In this past February, over 43 families applied for the two builds that are happening on Booster Road. Oh, wow. So a family selected, and then what? Well, that's when the hard work begins. 
The land is usually picked up at tax sales, so governments and nonprofits have first crack at the property, and uh, so they can usually get them for a really reasonable cost. So you've got this plot of land that in many cases needs a lot of work, um, you know, to get the the site prepped for For the house. And this is where having community volunteers really helps. You don't have to know like how to use power tools or lay flooring. Many of the needs that they have are everyday tasks like clearing brush or landscaping or chopping wood. So once the land is secured, the family is selected, that's when the real work sort of begins. And this is a true community effort. There are so many moving parts and relationships that have been formed over the years. And those are really what make this all possible. And one fun fact, since the O'Fallon Habitat chapter's first build, they have never paid for a roof on any of their houses. Wow. Yeah, Taylor Roofing donates the supplies and the labor. And then the same is true for many of the other, like what we would consider big ticket items. Um, Those are usually donated by local companies or groups out of St. Louis. Very cool. And then the walls of the house, those are built at the prison in East St. Louis by incarcerated individuals. These are nonviolent offenders who are eligible for the prison's carpentry program. Very cool. And then this is what the partnership looks like. It is a two-year carpentry certificate program run by the state, but the state does not provide the lumber. Sound about right? That sounds about right. (laughs) So Habitat, they provide the program with the lumber, even when they're in between builds, because if Habitat doesn't give them the lumber, then the program doesn't have what they need and it, it can shut down. So they assemble the entire house in a gymnasium, and then this gives them hands-on training. But even more than that, when the incarcerated person gets within six weeks of their release date, they can reach out to Lutheran Social Services, who helps the individual settle in an area that most of the time is away from sort of where they got into trouble. LSS gets them into a carpenter's hall, which provides them with more formal training, so that helps them get an income. And this program boasts a less than 7% recidivism rate. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. So in addition to building homes for deserving families, Habitat helps traditionally difficult to employ people find work. Yep. Most of the work is done by volunteers. There are jobs that must be done by licensed professionals. And again, this is where the community really shows up. Many of the local labor unions, they supply people who are in training Um, They pair them up with professionals through the union, and this helps everybody get their hours in. And these relationships are really critical to the builds. But the other critical piece is ensuring that there are financial resources available for each build. Now get this. It took three years to raise enough money to build the first house in O'Fallon. It took one and a half years to raise enough money to build the second home. But after that, things have really been rolling, and they are funding houses pretty much in real time. Very cool. Isn't that cool? Here's the takeaway, though. These are not just plots of land that are transformed. The biggest change is in the kids and the families, because for many of them, this is the first time that they've had a door to close to their own bedroom. And Jim Campbell, who's one of the regulars on these Habitat builds, he said that the change in the kids' lives, this is really what keeps all the volunteers going. Um, so many of the volunteers are retired from their professional careers, but now they spend their days, their nights, their weekends on the build site, putting in really long hours of what amounts to a lot of physical labor. Um, but they do it because they have seen firsthand the difference that this makes. There are generations of local families now that are being positively impacted by all of this habitat work. For sure. Kids are given a chance to feel pride in their home. They've literally helped build their house 
They're excited to have friends over and have a yard to play in. I, that's just great. If people want to follow along or get involved, how do they do that? So there are three channels. You can work on the site. So cleaning up after build, um, washing windows, doing landscaping. There are a lot of short-term commitments. Um, you could also shop at Restore. This is an upcycle shop in Collinsville. You can donate items and then they're resold and all of the proceeds directly support our local Habitat chapters. Um, they can accept gifts in kind. So if you are in the building trade, definitely reach out and see what relationships can be made there. And finally, the Almighty Dollar. We'll link to their website and their Facebook page if you're interested in financial donations. Well, a big shout out to those who help make the O'Fallon chapter of Habitat for Humanity such an impactful experience. Absolutely. Um, you're literally building up our community and we're very proud of you. Yep. So Jess, what's on the calendar this week? Today is Friday, August 5th, which means tomorrow is another Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. The market and yoga start at 8 a.m. Live music begins at 9. And can I raz you just for a minute? Uh-oh. So <laughs> you texted me recently on a Friday to ask what time the market opens. Oh, geez. I, I got the sense like you and somebody were going to go there. And I thought to myself, Nick, we cover this every week. Okay, we can we can move on. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you that I don't really listen to you when we're doing this, but well, you there know, you go. Now you're calling me out on it, so I guess <laughs> cat's out of the bag there. So, oh, moving right along. Also, tomorrow, Saturday, August sixth, is Offenberg's Kids Day from nine until noon. They will have the free exotic petting zoo, bounce houses, and more. That will be at Offenberg Kia, which is in their new location in Shiloh, and we will link to that in the show notes. Next week, Friday, August 12th, at Town Place Suites in O'Fallon, they're hosting a root beer float social from 3 until 6 p.m. Town Place Suites is a Marriott property, and Marriott International sponsors an annual root beer float day fundraiser in support of the Children's Miracle Network. So next Friday, you can stop by Town Place Suites, which is over by Global Brew and Bella Milano, make a small donation, and grab a root beer float. Also next Friday is O'Fallon Parks and Rec Family Night in the Park featuring the Disney hit Encanto. Beginning at 6 p.m., the O'Fallon Public Library, Cornerstone Christian Church, and Texas Roadhouse will be offering yard games and fun activities, and the movie will start at dusk. That's in the community park across from Dairy Queen on Highway 50. And Nick, that's all I got. Well, sounds good. Well, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. Boom. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.